Our word today is the decree. A decree is a command, something that's ordered by authority. And we're going to be dealing with that word decree. And while it's on my mind, we got a church anniversary. We usually do our church anniversary the first week in October, but since it's short, you ladies can start trying to work on that if you see fit. Uh, start working on it for some time in the month of October before it's over. If that's not too much on you, I know y'all doing that uh, daycare thing or after school program, but you know I'm gonna leave it optional to you guys. Is that all right? And then y'all decide what your schedule, because I don't want to put no more on you than need to be. Amen? Amen. So y'all think about it, you ladies, and go from there. Once again, our message today is the decree. There are three things that uh, we need to remember in moving forward. And a lot of times we get caught up in the mix of it all, and uh, we tend to forget. One thing is, is that the life in front of us is more important than the one behind us. The second thing is, is we don't need to be a prisoner of our past. And the third thing is to do and use the things that bring success in our life and not the things that bring Failure. Amen. Deuteronomy 27 verses 1 and 2. The word of the Lord says, And Moses with the elders of Israel. Did they ask the people? They commanded the people, didn't they? Saying, keep all the commandments which, see that word right there? I, that's a pronoun, I. If I'm correct, is that correct, Joe Nita? I, capital I, pronoun. This is Moses and the elders speaking, but it's really Moses. The elders are backing him. They command, which I command you this day. Let's deal with that word, I. In the beginning was what? The word. Come on, church. And the word was with who? And the word was who? Amen. So. This word, I, appears to be Moses speaking, right? Appears to be. But it's not. You can't pass over that. You got to look and see what that I really is. You see, when you're speaking the word of God, and the word was with God, and the word was God, then what I'm speaking now is God. You ain't, it ain't me. It's God. So, Moses couldn't command. Moses is not the one that gave the command. The command was given to him. He speaks the word of God, and the word of God makes that I, God, speaking. Because it's coming from the best part of you. Amen. See, I want to make sure I got that clear because I don't want nobody coming that going out of here because of their narrow mind thinking that false teachings are being taught. No, we give revelations up in here. And some people just ain't able to handle revelations. They just ain't they They're not qualified to handle it. Some people think that it's just 66 books in the Bible. Well, they don't know no better because they stuck on King James. But if you go to Jesus King James 1611, you'll see all the books there. You'll see another probably 18 books 
somewhere in that area, you know. And then later on, the canonical, the Catholic Church, which is a false church, that's got everybody's mind screwed up out here, you know, they don't understand. They can't see no further than what they've been given. They don't search. And the Bible says, if you seek, you'll find. If you ask, it shall be given. If you knock, the door shall be open. So God's word, he said, now, I command. That's God speaking through Moses. But it ain't Moses. It's God. Don't, don't get that twisted now. Says that, and it shall be, verse 2, on the day <coughs> when you shall pass over the Jordan, the Jordan is the spiritual stream of life, unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, that thou shalt set thee up great stones and plaster them with Amen. Mm. So, let's see what he talked about here. First of all, once you pass over to Jordan, once you get saved, the Bible tells us that we need to set up not just stones, but great stones. Stones represents thoughts. See, it's a great thought that comes in us when salvation enters our soul. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. God says, set that thought up. Hmm? Set it up. Where? In the Jordan. In that spiritual stream of life. In other words, our minds have to shift from the natural world into the spiritual world. And that's a very dis- difficult thing to do. And it's a great dichotomy to it because it stretches from one end to the other because this natural is always pulling against the spiritual. Amen? But how many of y'all know that that's what makes it grow? In order for a seed to germinate, and that's what God placed in us, a spiritual seed in our soul to spiritualize it, then, then in order for that seed to grow in this dirt, in this soil, it has to be attacked, just like a natural seed. Softens it up, causes it to germinate. Amen? That's what suffering and affliction does in this world. It causes us, that's why God took them through the wilderness, took us, our forefathers, and we're still going through it too. You know, that thing is a, it's a circular. Now, this this wilderness that we're going through is a natural wilderness where God has to show up and teach us spiritual things. Because we don't know nothing about We've been in Egypt, the world. We don't know nothing about humbling ourselves to God. We don't know nothing about eating the food of angels. We don't know anything about that. All we know about is natural stuff. And that's where the problem is. And we're going to see why that problem exists. So going over verse 2 again, it says, And it shall be on the day when you shall pass over Jordan, when you get saved. Unto the land, see, you went into another land when you get saved. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. It says that, and it shall pass over Jordan unto the land which the Lord thy God give thee. See, man can't give you this one. And he said, now I want you to set these great stones up, these thoughts, spiritual thoughts. And I want you to use plaster to hold it together. That's the Holy Ghost. I say that's the Holy Ghost. That's what holds our spiritual thoughts, our great stones together. Amen? Amen. 
Too many times we've tried to hold together spiritual things with natural plaster. And it doesn't work. It falls apart every time, doesn't it? Every time. Not just one time. It falls apart every time. Because God has a set way. And nothing's going to change that way. So let's go to Deuteronomy 7, verse 1 and 2. And let's try to see (coughs) what the problem is that causes us to basically decapitate ourselves from the Lord. Amen? Amen. One and two. Deuteronomy 7, verses 1 and 2. Amen? When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land which thou goest to possess. See, possess means you got to take it. Because it's been inhabited now by something else. Amen? It says now, <clears throat> When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land, whether thou goest to possess it, and has cast out many nations before thee. We're going to deal with all of these. The Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites, the Altermites, and seven nations that are greater and mightier than you. Did you see that last part there? It says seven nations that are greater and mightier than you. Well, see, all this is spiritual, people. So you got to understand what's going on inside of you. Because this is where all this stuff is happening. Put it back up there, son. This is where all this stuff is happening inside of us. And these things that are happening inside of us, the reason why we're not whooping it is because these seven nations are greater and mightier than us. And a lot of times we try to deal with them on our own. And we get slapped in the face and knocked down and knocked down and knocked down until God humbles us and it causes us to see that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come to the Father except by him. That's in the book. It's in the book. So regardless, you can't get there without him. Amen? Well, let's look at this thing here. Let's look at this word, <clears throat> Hittite. See what God is talking about. See why, see why we got such a mess inside of us. The Hittite means terror. How many of y'all get terrorized sometimes? By fear. Because of things that are happening in your life. And sometimes this thing snowballs on you, right? And as I said before, pastors are some of the loneliest people, you know, because we don't have a whole lot of people to talk to. Because 90, 95% of the people. If we talk to them, <coughs> they may not mean to do this, but what happens is is that they collect data on you. And eventually, they'll turn that data on you. So you have to be careful. The Bible tells us to cover one another's sins. That's what the book says, you know. The Bible says, show love and, and not... When a person is found in a fault, you that are spiritual, not just anybody, but you that are spiritual, go to that person and restore that person, you know. Now, knowing that you can fall into the same condemnation, just because you ain't in it right now, you in something, you know. So we have to realize that, okay, what is God saying to us? Well, first of all, those Hittites <clears throat> mean terror or fear. But 
This is what God told many of the leaders. But I'm going to go to Joshua 1.6. Put Joshua 1.6 up for me. Joshua 1.6. Look here. He said, be strong and of good courage. Amen. Don't be afraid. Be strong and of a good courage. This is what he's telling leadership, Joshua here. For unto this people shalt thou divide an inheritance for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. In order to do that, you got to be strong and you got to be courageous. You can't be afraid. Life gets tough sometimes. We get in situations sometimes that we don't know how to get ourselves out of and only God can get us out of. But the fact of the matter is, is God is able and his grace is sufficient. So we have to remember no matter what it is that we're going through, God makes all things beautiful in his time, not ours, you see. That's why Jesus Christ, he didn't, you know who Jesus Christ judged all the time? Them Pharisees and them Sadducees. But he had mercy on the sinners and the publicans, which we all are, because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we're all in the same pot. All of us. The Bible says that. You, 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 you know, let, let me enlighten you. We get to doing pretty good in life and walking pretty good in the way we think. We think we're doing all right, don't we? But this is what the Word of God says. A man at his best state, at his, when he think he's all that, man at his best state is altogether vanity. That's in his best state. You know what I'm saying? And like I told y'all before, when I discovered and understood that scripture, what God was telling me, it took a lot of weight off me. A lot of weight. Because it don't make no difference how good I think I'm walking or how bad I'm, it's all together vanity. Because God is the one that saved my soul. It wasn't me. It's not my decision, you know. It's my decision to get saved. But it's not my decision to save me. That's God's decision. Amen? See, we have to be in agreement. We have to be in agreement. Somebody say agreement. You know, we got some fools out there in the world. And there's something going on in the world where you can't even talk to people. People are crazy. And will shoot in a minute, in a second. They love them guns. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. I've had enough of that. Terror. The word of God says we got to be strong and of good courage. Didn't have this thing called the Gergeshite. It means dwelling in the flesh. Didn't I tell you all these nations are in here? That Gergesite is that dweller in the flesh. We all know about that. Second Corinthians seven one. But here's the remedy for it. Put it up there. What is it? First, Second Corinthians, one of them. Second Corinthians seven one. Watch this. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, 
Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh, dwell in the flesh, and the spirit. How many of you know that the things that we do in the flesh can infect our spirit? The human spirit that's in us. Amen? And instead of it congealing with God, it becomes like oil and water. It won't mix. No matter what you do, it's not going to oil and water. It's not going to mix, people. Flesh and spirit is not going to mix. It says we are to cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, perfecting holiness in the what? Fear of God. That's the reverence of God. So that's the remedy for that one, dwelling in the flesh. And then that's what's known as the Amorites. Not going to be with you long. Going to be doing communion. Amorites. These are those mountainous strongholds. Anybody got any mountainous strongholds in their life? Boy, whether it's frustration, could be that. Could be eating too much. That's sin, too. Oh, you forgot that one, didn't you? You see everybody else sin, but you don't see your mouth. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You know, don't nothing get caught with his mouth but a man and a fish. That's the only thing get caught with his mouth. Man and a fish. Or something in that area, you know. Because now they're putting their mouth on something that it ought not be put on. Leave it alone. When my baby tell me about certain things that's going on, and she don't be judging, she just be referring it to me. I don't judge either. I said, well, we're going to pray. I'm not going to get involved in that with my mouth. I don't talk to people about other people. I don't call other people's house. You know, I don't do that. But people are notorious at doing that. Because you've got people that will attempt, the people you've been real good to, they will attempt to go out of here dissatisfied and try to destroy this church. putting their hand directly on God's territory, thinking that they hurting me. Uh-uh. Now, that's when God, you move out of the way, son. I'm feeling to deal with Moses. You remember what he done to Dathan? God did to Dathan and Korah? And not only that, but he killed all their family too. God did. See, we can get some folk killed. <laughs> yes, with, with that right there. That old thing right there. We can get some folk killed. Not only ourselves, but we can get some folk killed. It's close to us. They ain't got nothing to do with what's going on. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. Mountain the strongholds. We all got them. And we got to fight hard, people. Don't ever give up. And don't matter what it looked like. God says, my grace is sufficient. And he said it, he meant it, and he will represent it. He'll do that. But it's going to be in whose time? All right now. See, we, we, we try to make the flower bloom. Instead of giving it time. See, that thing got to go through a process. I keep telling you, a rose before it be bloomed, that thing got all kind of thorns on it. That's sin. And out of all that sin, at the top of that thing, comes a beautiful rose on y'all. I make all things beautiful in my time, saith the Lord. Amen? Amen? Remember that. 
just trying to let you know that there is hope. Don't you ever give up. That's not an option. Giving up is not an option, people. And you're only as good as the people around you. So like I said, you have to watch everything. Because everything ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? Did y'all know that when we get together, the devil get together too with us? Yeah. But the devil is not a fool like we are. Because the devil knows the temperature and the temperance of the church when it comes in the door. And either our spirit of God that's in us can handle that and keep it down by us all being in unity. Or either some of the weak links can have a listening ear to the whispering and channel. Now you got hell on your hands. If you don't deal with it off the rip. You know what I'm saying? You remember what I told y'all young ladies? As long as y'all obedient, fast as I give it, I'll take it. I hope y'all don't think I'm playing. I hope you don't. See, I'm straightforward. I don't play around. Because that's where the authority of God comes in there. Just like Moses said. I command you this day, you know, well, my command is that we be obedient. Because disobedience causes <laughs> chastisement. Am I right about it? Hmm? Don't we get our butt whooped when we don't do right? Won't God beat our butt? I said our butts. Yes, he will. You ain't got to keep telling. You ain't got to keep running at people with scripture. People are already hurting. All you got to do is go there with that bomb of Gilead, that thing called love through Christ Jesus. You know what I'm saying? See, Job and them friends was doing fine until they opened their mouth. And then after they opened their mouth, everything started going down. Then they had to bring in this young fellow named, I think, Eliphaz or whatever his name is, or Elihu, one or the other. And, 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 and he had to bring some sense to all this thing, you know? Because them other three jokers, they were crazy. They were self-righteous. Well, Job, you must have done something. Well, you've done something too. Job, pray for them fools. That's what God told him. Job, pray for them. Job prayed for him, and what happened? What did he get? Two times or seven times more than what he had. Twice as much. Now, we don't know what period of time, because everything has a time limit to it, but the Bible decrees that it happened. And that's good enough for me. So these mountainous strongholds, these Amorites, the only way that we can deal with them things is go to Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew Here we go. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, that's truly, I say unto you. He's dealing with the mountain stronghold. If you have faith, that's number one thing, right? You got to have faith. And doubt not, evidently, you can have faith and still doubt. <laughs> Amen. Evidently, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, 
But also, if ye shall, we deal with great mountainous strongholds. But also, if ye shall say unto this mountain, that is, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, that's spiritual realm, it should be done. Amen? That's dealing with the stronghold, the mountainous stronghold. And then there's what we call the Canaanites. Now that Canaanite, ooh, that Canaanite's a mess. You see, this nation and this world is filled with Canaanites. A Canaanite is what we call a zealous merchant. Y'all know what a merchant is, don't you? That's a money maker. He likes money. Well, look at what is it? First Timothy one six. Is that it? First Timothy. Yeah, First Timothy six ten. Put that up. First Timothy six ten. I think it should be there. Anyway, Timothy Paul says. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. Some people say, you know, money is the root of all evil. That ain't biblical. What is biblical is that the love, the zealous merchant. Now, you can see how this nation is filled with a bunch of Canaanites. Because they're greedy for money. The more money they get, the more they want. They're always running after more and more and more. When is enough enough? How much money do you need in order to live a good life? Or destroy yourself with it, with the unlimited amount of it, and access to it. See, you got to put boundaries Self-imposed boundaries on yourself when you're in a pickle. Because if you don't put self-imposed boundaries on you, can't nobody else do it unless the law gets you. Or, 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 or greater yet, God gets you and, and put you down. You know. Canaanites. <laughs> Zealous merchants. Google, Prime, Amazon, Target, Canaanites. Yeah. And they are designed to keep us away from God and running at things. You got a lot of Canaanite preachers right here in the pulpit. They preach materialistic things all the time. All the time. I'm not against material things. That's part of the blessing. But I can't sell my soul out for material things. Because it's easy to happen. And we can get trapped real easy. And I'm telling you, it's hard getting out of a trap. Especially when you put yourself in it, you know. Especially when you put yourself in it. The next thing is what we call a parasite. Pull up Second Kings twenty three twenty four. The word parasite means tribal race spirit. Ooh, can't you all see that in America today? That race spirit at work, it's one that divides, does it not? You know, I'm over here. I'm Republican. I'm over here. I'm Democrat. You, you tribal. You, 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 can't, you can't expand your mind to see that these idiots, neither one of them are for you. Neither one. 
and you run into them stupid polls in the churches. Let's sign them up to vote. Sign them up to vote. And don't never have nothing change. <laughs> nothing changes. You stand in line every year <laughs> like something stupid. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. 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 Out of all your voting, where have it got you? Nowhere. And they run the same game. Race spirit. Tribal spirit. Yeah, vote for me and I'll set you free. I'll make things better for you. And you sit there and you eat it up. And then when the sucker get in office, they do just the opposite. They knew what they were going to do before they even got there. Problem is, is that society didn't know. That's why you keep getting tricked. Yeah. And then they run that thing. You don't never get a break. You don't never get a break from the most stinking politics. Every time I turn TV on, politics, I ain't in that garbage. You know? That's garbage. That goes back to the zealous merchant. They in it to make money, to get connected. They go in poor, come out rich. <laughs> you poor, and me too. Mm-hmm. How you like me now? How you like that? Oh, he's telling us not to vote. I don't care what you do. It ain't going to change nothing unless you're voting for Jesus Christ. Amen. If you wait no man, I'll tell you and I'll tell you again. The course of this world is out of the reach of man. Man caused it to be out of course, but he can't reach it now. Stop it. Doesn't got too much force in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. That parasite. Second Kings twenty three twenty four. Put it up there. Moreover, watch this. Now that parasite. That's what we're talking about. That's that tribal race spirit. Look here. Moreover, the workers with what? See, that's what a tribal spirit is. A race spirit, you familiar. That's familiar spirit. That's why you're comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you're in college, you know, you go over there, your little black friends, and y'all over here, over here, your little white friends. Every once in a while, one would mix, and then people be mad about it, you know, back in my day anyway. So you, you sat where you felt comfortable, didn't you? Come on, y'all. This interracial church, we hitting it all sides. We don't care. We just truth. That's all we got is truth. Amen? Oh, he's a racist. The devil is a stinging liar. I hit black, white, green, blue. I don't care. <laughs> what, what that got to do with it? True, sister. Ain't got nothing to do with it. You know, you shoot it out there. It said, put it back up there, son. It said, stay away from them familiar spirits, that old race spirit. Look what that familiar spirit is in with. Wizards? Damn, that witchcraft. Images, uh-huh, they always want to put up a monument, a statue. See there? Yeah, yeah, old picture. And the idols, look at that thing, that familiar spirit, that old race spirit. Look, look where this, look at the company it's keeping. And all the abominations that were, that were spied in the land of praise. Wow. Ooh, seems like our praise is tainted. And in Jerusalem, so is our peace. Did Josiah put away? Josiah, I think he was that young king. He's a young, young child. 
But Josiah put them away, that he might perform the words of the law which were written in the book of, look at there, Brenda. There's another one, book, right there. Now, not too long ago, a boy come to here, I call him a boy. I call him a boy, I thought he was a man. But his, in his knowledge, he was a boy. He came through, got his ordination paper. Then he went, said we were teaching wrong because there ain't but 66 books in the Bible. Well, look here. It just referred you to another book right there. And what about the book of Jasser? And I, <laughs> they want to keep you stupid. They want to keep you stupid. I really do want y'all to see this, people. That were written, look here, in the book that Hilkiah the priest found in the house of the Lord. You don't know which book that was. It talks about Jasser. It tells us to refer to the book of Jasser. I mean, it's a... The priest found this. We don't know what book that was. You know, you don't know. Familiar spirits. Tribal race spirits. What they do is they call schism in the body. Division. That's why I don't believe in Baptist, Methodist, all that kind of stuff because it's false religion. Now, I know a lot of them don't like it. I don't care. I don't care about what you like. It don't matter to me. You know, turn turn it off if you don't want to hear the truth. You want to keep hearing them lies, then turn turn go go to another station. You won't have to go far. You won't have to go far. The sixth one is what we call mm, the Hivites. Go to Mark four nineteen, son. Now the Hivats are what we call villagers. In today's society, they call them gangbangers. They'll gang up on you. And see, that's what them seven nations will do to you. Them things will gang up on you. Amen? Are y'all catching this? Gangbangers. A villager, you see, they all live together in the land of Canaan. In the very land where we're supposed to bow down to God. But they got all these things living up in there, see. And they'll gangbang you. They'll gang up on you, won't they? Your pride, your jealousy, your envy, your love for money, your love, all of this stuff, your addictions, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we know that gluttony is a sin, right? Well, gossip is too. Huh? I say gossip is too, church. Those of you that like to run your mouth. You talk too much. It's a time to speak. It's a time to shut up. And it's too much talking. And not enough listening. You know? It's too much. I'm talking to you through the eye that counts. So, just about done. Not one of them preachers say I'm just about done, and 30 minutes later, and you're still going. Done prayed three hours. It take that long to hear. For God to hear me, then I'm just going to sit down. If it take three hours for God to hear me, told Daniel, Daniel, I heard your prayer when you first requested it. But, you know, I got some things that I send my angels to fight out, to get through. But I heard you. But I'm the one that make all things beautiful in my time. That's what God says. So you just hold on. 
no matter what it looks like. You just hold on. Because you can bet the Hivites are going to gangbang you and me. Amen? You're going to get jumped on. Now, come on. If, you, if you're scared to fight, then you don't need to be in this. You don't need to be in this because you got to fight. Because you're going to get jumped on. <laughs> Anybody ever had a good beat down? I'm talking about a good one. Where they just jump you bad and have you dizzy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That kind of beat down. And then the last one is what we call the Jebusite. Oh, this is a good one. Now, the Jebusites came out of the city of Jebus. And in the book of Chronicles, Sean put Chronicles 1, 1 Chronicles eleven fifteen, I believe it is. This is my last verse. Hmm. Time show fine when you're having fun. Anyway, when we find ourselves sieged because Jebus is the city, the Jebusites, That's the city where David took, and it became known as Jerusalem or Mount Zion, amen, which means the pillar, amen? Mm -hmm. But the Jebusites had taken over the city of peace. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Has the Jebusites ever taken your peace? Took your peace from you? See, that's his job to get you so confused until the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, and God's our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, it doesn't even appear anymore. But look what David did. See, this thing got to be freed. Here's the answer. Now, three of the 30 captains went down to the rock to David. Uh Uh-oh. Y'all know who that rock was? Jesus cried. (laughs) I like this. (laughs) David is the beloved soul. Beloved of God, that's your soul that's been saved. Now, three of the 30 captains went down to the rock, (laughs) Jesus, to David, to the soul, into the cave of Adullam, and the host of the Philistines encamped in the valley. When did I got that right one? I don't think that's the right scripture. It might be what you got there, but mistakes are made, but we cleared up. The scripture that I want, I'm just going to paraphrase it, is the one where David went and took the city of Jebus and called it Zion, amen, which is Jerusalem, which is the city of God, which is the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Are you with me? You understand what I'm saying? Well, see, We have to be freed from the siege that the world has taken hold of our minds with. Did y'all hear me? I said that we have to be freed from the siege, the capture. Of the peace of God 
that's in us. See, the world will seize that from you. That's where them gangbangers come in at. The world will take that away, your peace from you. David, the beloved of God, the soul that is saved again, right in line with the Jordan, you see, it wants that peace back. In order to get it, you got to possess it. You got to take it. David and his people had to take the city of Jebus and put it back into its rightful ownership. And that's what God is doing for us day by day. I know things look tough. <clears throat> I know it seems like difficulties in your families and your schedules and all of that. I know it's tough, but don't worry about it. Because God is the author and the finisher of our faith. God is the one that determines whether we stand or whether we fall. And yes, though a just man falls seven times again, just keep walking. Just keep walking. Because it's going to be all right. Name me one time. That God has failed any of us. How many times have we failed ourselves? On daily basis. But God. He never fails. Amen. Amen. Give him praise.